0: dad yeah, all right well we finally got it sorted out we've been trying to you know get the homie Jew fresh on this thing for the longest so we got to make now it we got to, yeah it there was no other way to do it like we wasn't i told we weren't going to interview nobody else till we was able to you know talk to you first
1: yep. it was yeah was good man
0: yeah so let's talk about let's, let's let's talk about you man like what what was your when did you know that the music was truly like your 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 true calling in life like you know you know you was a navy man and all this other but when did when did music become like that thing for you?
1: Oh, uh, when did it become that thing for me? I think I don't know ever since I was little you know once I uh you know my mom and them they used to always play like old school music and stuff in the house all the time and once uh you know I caught wind to it you know I was always like making beats in my head but I didn't know what I was doing. It was just like little hums, like you know in the tub or whatever. Well, I don't know. I think, I guess my first, like, really love for music is when I, uh, my sister bought a Jay-Z CD. It was a Blueprint 2. Mm. And, uh, the Blueprint 2. And, uh, like, I was, I was so fascinated with the beats and stuff on there. I was like, shoot, let me look at the back of the booklet and see, like, who did done these beats. And I sound like, mm-hmm. Just Blaze and uh, Kanye West was, like, the main people on that production. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, mm-hmm. man, man, I got to make beats like this one day, but I ain't never know how to make beats or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I just like years of studying them. And when I was 17, my friend Jason, uh, he introduced me to Fruity Loops, And Fruity Loops kind of like, you know, the stepping of stone of my career or shoot, the milestone of my career that took me everywhere where I'm at now. So I guess that's where you want to say that's a start. You know, for my music, that's where it was. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I mean, looking at just kind of looking at since, I, since I've known you personally, like, you know, you just had. You've worked project after project after project. You've done stuff with with the NBA. You've done stuff with AT and You got you done done stuff for, for Legends and H Town. Like you just recently did some stuff on on Row New Album. Mm-hmm. So you know. So what would you say is your? It was probably your favorite project you've worked on. Like just since you've gotten really big and started up.
1: The Zero Albums, because that was all. <laughs> that's all we listened to in high school. So we basically that's yes. how we all got all, the all look already. So, so that, exactly. So of course that that meant the most to me because, you know, working with one of my, you know, people I used to, you know, really admire like growing up and listening to. And then he's from the same neighborhood I'm from. So that made it even more sweeter, you know. So to take a chance on me and, you know, really trusting my sound and believing in my sound to really, you know, elevate him. You know, that was really a blessing for me. So I mean, I can't thank nobody but God now, because uh I was I had uh hit my friend, my friend says engineer, he uh, go by the name of uh Bruce Bain. Okay. I just said, I just said, man, I need to send I mean I made a beat and you know, on Instagram and I just, you know, I was just uh I posted it and I was like, you know, who should be on this beat or whatever. People was like, uh maybe zero, maybe, you know, Bun B or whatever. So once I did that and got feedback from that, I was like, shoot. Hey, Bruce Bang, if you could get this beat somehow to zero, man, I would really appreciate it, man. Cause Bruce, Bruce Bang, he used to record zero, like all his old stuff back in the day. So he was like, shoot, it sounds dope, man. I'll see, I'll send it to him and see what he thinks. So Alright, bet. I think like not even two days later, I think he hit me back. He's like, "Yo, Zero, want to call you <laughs> and talk to you?" So, so,
2: so tell me, tell me what that phone call was like. That's what I want to know. What was
0: the phone like, call like?
1: Did you did you go
0: full on fanboy? Did you keep it professional? Like, how did <laughs> oh, that go? no, nah,
1: nah, I'm not. I'm not a fanboy. of Anybody, man. Everybody's human, just like me. So, I mean, I, I'm I'm used to like you know being around like celebrities because I interned at studios before, so I seen like you know a lot of artists or whatever. So, I I, I was never like a fanboy or anything like that or anybody. But uh no, that phone call was just great. He was just uh it was cool or whatever. Uh, he it's was just like, it. man, he was just like, man, yo, I love your beach, man. Like I really do love it. And he's like, oh, we gotta sit down, we gotta talk, we gotta have a meeting or something, you know, I need to come down to ATL and see what you're talking about. That's how how it was, man. But uh but he he, he didn't come to ATL but I came down to Houston, you know, visiting my family, or whatever. I just asked, you know, like if I could pull up, yeah, you know, maybe cook up and stuff. Things like, yeah, cool. And we kind of just build a relationship from there. Yeah. Okay,
0: yeah. So I'm gonna kind of put you on the spot a little bit, but kind of see where you're headed. But if you had to put your your Mount Rushmore of producers together, who would mm-hmm. that be for you? That's a good one, though. Yeah, gotta see where, yeah, gotta see where his head is okay, at. Okay, nice you see. Yeah, All right, yeah, what's the you. question again? So what's your, who would you say is your Mount Rushmore of producers?
1: Uh, Just Blaze, mm-hmm. um, Justice League, Timberland, mm-hmm. Pharrell, and uh Kanye West. That's fire list right there. Mm-hmm. I like that. So, I mean, I got a lot more. But that's like my top five, I guess you could say.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's a solid list. So, of of those cats, like on your Mount Rushmore, like that, like where do you, where would you say you drew like your your most inspiration from? Just, just Blaze.
1: Just Blaze? Just Blaze, most definitely.
0: What well, what would you say up. from an artistic standpoint, what drew you to Just Blaze the most out of all those those guys as far as inspiration goes?
1: Um, I think uh, just the way he put his drums together and the sound just like, it's, it's kind of like unorganized. I mean, organized chaos, pretty mm-hmm. much, I want to say. Like, it sounds like it's all over the place, but it's like organized and, and it's different and, and it makes sense. You know, and I like, that's what I like about my music and stuff. I don't like to sound like everybody else and just, uh you know, follow the trends or whatever. I like to do my own thing and follow my own sounds and make my own sounds to, uh you know, elevate the people that, that draws into my sound instead of sounding like anybody else.
2: Yeah. Bruh, and, and from, from my standpoint, I really appreciate that because I get tired of people trying to sound like other people now. It seems like most of the producers are producing the same sound over and over again. It's highly annoying
0: at this point
1: hmm Exactly. Yeah. It's
0: like it's like the same thing how we've been dealing with all these reboots on movies and this, that, and the other. But then you got cats yes. like you that's out there producing fresh sound that's like still new. Even now in 2022, yeah, you gotta sample a couple sounds here and there, but you're still able to make stuff that you got your signature, your fingerprints on it, you know?
1: Exactly. Exactly. That's what it is. Cause uh like I don't know. I just like I always want to be outside the box. And, and, you know, when you try to force yourself to sound like everybody else, you know, you're doing stuff. You, you're trying to stick with the trends. But once you follow that trend, it's like you're already behind. Because those people that did that sound, it's, al- it's already been on radio. And, and that that's like you never know how long that song been in the cut. Like mm-hmm. people hold on to songs forever. It could be like mm-hmm. two years since the song come out. And you just now trying to catch on that same way when they did that stuff like two, three years ago. Two years, uh, two or three years ago. So, uh, I always try to like follow my own trends and do my own thing, so I can stay ahead of the game. That's why you see people like a, a Timberland Pharrell that's still here and still making music because it, people coming to them for that sound, mm-hmm. their sound. And we trying to sound like anybody else. I'm like, why well, gotta, why well, gotta like go go to you? I can go to the the actual source <laughs> that's making exactly. the, the sound that I want. You know, or even like even like these people that trying to like like cheat like the producers like the the top producers or whatever they, if they can't get that sound i'd be like okay well i could go somebody that uh that make it the same sound just as you at a better price and that's what's kind of that's what the game or the politics kind of comes in and, and that's what's kind of messed up about it cuz people do that you know and try to you know lowball other producers that can really help them oh. in their careers and stuff so people are actually play, paying for the name or if they don't want to pay for the name they'll pay somebody that just do, does the same beat or whatever just to get their name out there as well so hmm.
0: i think that's something you, you dealt with something like that uh Micah. when you try, yep. try to book you for weddings and they try to get they try to they try to low bar you
2: Yup, yep i go yep. through that all the time yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I, and I, I done dealt with it on the bar side of them. like look man if you want to get somebody for the lolo on the drinks go ahead bro but I'm charging I can my price for
2: the Lolo. i push you reason. direction for the Lolo, yeah. bro. No, and, don't lie. You, yeah,
0: but the <laughs> entertainment value not gonna be the same. Yeah, exactly. So, from your from your EP, what 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 inspired you to step from behind the computer to get into the booth and actually put an album out there?
1: Man, good question. Uh, that's a good question. That is a good question. Um, I don't know when I made the EP. I mean, was, I was already rapping with my uh my friends, my colleagues, uh, cool ass people. If y'all don't know them already that's my my team I met them in uh, 2012 and we kind of built a production team from that so uh you know th- just long story short the journey with that was kind of it was kind of dope you know we worked with a lot of artists and stuff but we was kind of like you know we was not getting our shine or just do so we just started saying you know let's just put our own music man and we always like hitting artists anyway but uh we just kind of like you know scared to like kind of put our music out or whatever, so we just went out of limb. And just said let's just do it, not. and we just did it. We kind of just build our chemistry and built our workload up, and then we start getting better at writing. And to fast forward even more, like with the, with the EP and stuff, I think I was just—I don't know—I was just in a place where I, I didn't really, you know, I didn't enjoy music as much, so. Um, mm-hmm. I enjoy music as much, so I was kind of like, you know, I was fed up with the industry, and you know, just tired of feel like I was being overlooked, or you know, just uh, people always telling me like your your beats and stuff are dope or whatever. But that that'll be about it. Like they won't say nothing else. They're like it just it's dope. Like, but I can't really hear myself on it or whatever. Hear myself on the beat. So I said, man, let me just rap on my own stuff and you know, just talk about what I've been going through, or whatever because i never seen myself as like an artist at all like at all and you know because I, I love being behind the scenes i still do love being behind the scenes but just like you know jeremy like when i was telling you about you know this song that in my in my zone is definitely good for your playlist or whatever or mm-hmm. your workout playlist you know i thought it was perfect for you so i was just like you know maybe i could just it's always gonna be like one person that's gonna like your song at least if i touch like one person or whatever that i done my job so yeah okay.
0: And to say to say you touched me was is to say the least, because you it's too, man, look, even even now, like when I when I be hitting my really heavy days in the gym, I'll be like, man, like, I don't want to finish this set. But then all of a sudden he go in my zone in my ear and I'm like, nah, I got to get it. I got to get this weight up. Like, you know, it's like it's just one of them tracks like I'm 10 years from now. I'm still going to play that. When the, yeah. whenever my daughter started walking to talk, I, like, I want you to hear this song, man. My, my, my One of my closest friends did this song. I want you to hear it. Just if it inspires you, then we did something right. You know, touch the next. Generation. <laughs> you know, so that, and but I mean, oh, the, real, whole, the whole, the whole, the whole EP was just fire. I mean, you, you, you went from in my zone. You started talking about, you know, of course your Houston Rockets, cause we all know, you know, you one of the biggest Houston sports fans amongst, amongst yes. us, amongst the crew. Yes. Here, <laughs> you know, yes. so we know how you feel about your Rockets, you know, so, how you feel about the Rockets in the draft, man?
1: Oh uh, shoot! We had the third pick, I mm-hmm. think. The third pick. Oh, uh, I mean, we got a promising future. I, I honestly like. I like the team. I think we just we just too young right now. And once they build that chemistry together, especially with Jalen and and KJ, I, I love them together. Like they're gonna be a they're gonna be a great duo. I can already see it. Um, I like uh. What else we got? Was that big? I forgot our big name.
0: See, right before the draft, y'all had traded Christian Wood away. Y'all traded him to Charlotte, I believe. Oh, we
1: just traded him, man?
0: Yeah, y'all traded We're him traded from- to Dallas. Yeah. Dallas? Yo, was they it Dallas? Have- yeah, oh, yeah. it was Dallas. My bad. Yeah, it was Dallas. Yeah, yeah. Christian they should Wood have dig- kept. Yeah. See, they I said, the, I said the same thing, but I was like, okay.
1: That's, the, that's one of the pieces you should build around.
0: Well, you know what? I, I, I've i
2: heard and I've read is, like, he's not a good teammate when it comes to, to building young talent. It's like, it's his team giving me the ball. And he's not, but you know, it's all media speculation. That's what you hear. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I'm not in the locker room to know. So, but I mean, at some point, you were going to have to get rid of him anyway because
0: he's an older he's an older player. Now he's not going to want to stay for a rebuild. Yeah, that's
1: true.
0: Sure. I guess. Both- yeah. Well, I mean, at least you know, y'all bought you bought John Wall out. Looks like he's going to sign with the Clippers. Beautiful. No, you know, you know mm-hmm. we didn't had. I didn't seen enough heist in the NBA for to to, to last because. Between him, I think well, they, well, your boy Harden opted out today. Beal opted out today.
1: Dang. So that's news to me. Yeah. So <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna
0: we're gonna we are gonna, 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 gonna touch on all this on the on the on the, on the show whenever yeah. we finish the interview with you. But talk about your about your Texans, man. Like what what's the what, what's what's going on with Houston, man?
1: I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. We'll see. That's all like I gotta say. Is.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, it's, it's it's hard,
1: man. I ain't. It's hard to be. It's hard. It's hard. T- it's, hard. T- it's hard to be a Houston fan right now, any sport. Well, but, besides I, baseball.
0: I mean, a- Astro's doing the damn thing yeah. right now. besides baseball. But yeah, I mean, that that's just you know that's what happens when you have you know terrible leadership up top.
1: Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: so what's 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 uh what's next for you? What you got? Uh, after you done Zero's albums? So what you got? What you got? Any big projects coming up in the shoot? Something we need to look out for?
1: Nah, man, honestly, I've just been focused on myself, man. Just getting myself right, man. Like mentally focus on you know what I need to focus on in my life. And um, you know, just just trying to get myself right before I get back into music so I can, you know, do it the right way this time. Gotcha, you know, gotcha. Allowing allowing uh you know God just to take me to where he needs me to be, pretty much. Yeah, we
0: gotta take we gotta focus on that. That men's mental health, man. It's it's twenty twenty two, man. Men gotta be yes. more open about it.
1: It's serious. Like, Seriously, man.
0: Like men gotta talk to men more often. Like the more we bottle it up, the worse we worse off we gonna be.
1: Yep. Big facts. Exactly what it is. That's big facts. Yeah.
0: But how's the how's the family life? How's the missus?
1: Uh she's good. You know, we talk me and Kizzy been, you know, rounded it out. You know, she's good. She's been working, we both been working. So yeah, everything's pretty good over here.
0: Yeah, and then I see you got the you got That's the on. you got the the Facebook going up. You've been you've been two King your tail off.
1: Yeah, I just said, I don't know. I just decided to start, you know, just streaming or whatever, just uh, just do something else, have other, other, another leisure or whatever, you know, besides just I making music, huh?
2: I, I wish I'd never retired from 2K now because we got to we got a
1: uh,
2: we got unsettled territory here.
1: Almost I, won definitely.
2: One and you, I won one and you won one, and we ain't never get to play the third game.
1: Yeah, we always been back and forth, Mark.
2: <laughs> yeah, but now I'm, I'm done with it now. I'm done with it. I, I had to retire, it was time. Oh, it was time. What? Yeah, it was time. <laughs> hey, my time came and left with 2K. I stopped playing 2K for two years and got back on. I ain't know what the hell was going on. I hey, hey,
0: ain't be like did? that with these games, bro. I, I, took, I took a three-year break from Madden. I was like, what the fuck? I oh, was yeah. like, boy. And then the Madden was about to come out now. I'm like, I don't even remote. Like, I've never seen this much control with the defensive back. Now you really can... You can really be a stud at with the DB if you really fit them controls figured out. But I was like, man, I'm gonna fuck around and get barbecue chicken every play, trying to make a pick on every play. So I'm just gonna watch everybody else play.
1: Yeah, they didn't change the game so much, man. Especially with the streaming world now, man. You see all these people really playing for money and and having like little tournaments and all that stuff. It's serious, man. This boy's serious out here. Yeah. when it comes to the gaming.
0: Oh, for sure. So was it, we are uh, we uh, we expecting to get you back in the uh in, in the football, the fantasy football league this year or what, man?
1: Yeah, go add me in that thing, man.
0: Oh, all righty, the invite been sent. We made a we made a little we made a little change. We added a, a defensive player this year. Oh, word! We're... we're gonna draft a defensive player for the first time this year.
1: Wow, oh, man! I ain't so, n- paying so attention it's... to no defense people. Well,
0: well, that's, well that's so that's <laughs> what makes it good. It can be it can be it can be really any. So it could be a corner, a linebacker, be a defensive end, defensive tackle. So he knows however you feel. So you what? got you know yeah. So it's just a defensive player as a vague one you know one stop shot position. So. Mm-hmm. From there, you can kind of, you know, pick and choose. But I think it changes the way we draft completely now. Because now it's like, okay, what if I want to go draft like a – like somebody like a J.C. Jackson or, you know, a Patrick Sertan or, a, or a, you know, an Aaron Donald? Do I draft him <laughs> before I draft, like, a stud running back? Like, where do I draft my defensive player now?
2: Then, you know, that's that tough. Been, that would have been really good to have when J.J. Watt was scoring touchdowns on freaking
0: offensive tight Man, really, <laughs> once. Man, when no look when the when the Patriots period was scoring I'll touch touchdown with Ted Johnson and Teddy Bruschi and like and Vince Wilfork back in the day. Like
1: oh man, that's like, Vince Wilfort. Like, like, <laughs> look, my, my
0: lasting impression of Vince Wilfork is when he's with the Texans in them damn overalls. during Exactly. Right?
1: <laughs> that's how I pictured it.
0: <laughs> oh okay. I can't I can't I can't picture that 300 plus pound man looking in them overalls, man. Like overalls. But Vince Wilfort, wow. We got about what? about a minute, about a minute 15 till the till the call decides it wants to end on us, but we wanted to say since so we finally got the interview. You know, we 100 percent appreciate you know you allowing us That's, to use the in my zone mm-hmm. track for the podcast. Like
1: oh most it definitely. Was,
0: it was literally the the final piece that just made the show what we needed it to be.
1: It was oh, perfect, you, I appreciate it, man. I'm yeah. glad I could be an asset to y'all, like, yeah, anyway, I dog. Like, yeah, I
0: mean, we I can I literally chop up, I use every bit and piece of that for different parts and i can just i can just it's crazy i can just use even even the kobe part i used the kobe voice voiceover in the last couple episodes just to do it i was like let me just see if i could do it and i didn't know I like it just it just worked you know so i was works. like okay yeah so like i said we appreciate appreciate that we appreciate you for what I you've been doing you guys, since, since we've known you way back when mm-hmm. keep doing what you're doing you know saying get your get your mind right you know Focus on that mental health, man. You know, we always mm-hmm. going to be here. You know, you got my number. You know, we can always chit-chat, Excellent. talk, you know. Most ain't nothing definitely. to it but to do it. But um, we definitely got to get by. We got to interview you interview again soon, especially when this fantasy season starts.
1: Of course. I'll, I'll be here. Y'all yeah, need so- me on the show to talk about the fantasy. I'm here oh, too. Hey,
0: most definitely. So we'll, we'll definitely get that going, man. So we ain't going to take up too much